Hello and welcome to Big G Video Podcast. So I have a YouTube channel called Big G Video and on that YouTube channel, it's a YouTube channel about making YouTube videos basically. We could call them online videos, we could call them short episodic videos, we could call them anything, but really it's about making YouTube videos or Vimeo. Does anyone use Vimeo anymore? I don't know. Now I've talked in my first episode about how I got here and you know, my, my journey in, in video. And today I'm going to talk about video editing, PC, Mac or mobile, because I've used all three. And there's always a debate about PC and Mac. And quite frankly, who cares? I'm going to talk about editing and which which platform is good and which platform's not good. And short, short story. Is it a short story? When you, oh, what is it when you just come to the end of it? Well, here's the conclusion. They're all good, but some you might prefer over others. So I used to have a Mac because I had one through work and I got to use it as my own and I did video editing on that, but I started on a PC. So I started with Sony Vegas and I didn't really like Premiere Pro. I probably used every video editor going actually. And the problem I had with PC was I did a lot of videos on the Canon 550D and the files were shared as QuickTime files. People would argue, oh, it's just MP3. A QuickTime file is just an MP3 in a certain wrapper. Yes, but the problem was it really was quite intensive computationally to edit things. I ended up transcoding to DNX 100 um, an avid sort of codec. Now, had I had a Mac at the time, then it would have just been very buttery editing and it would have been fine, but I had a PC. So I learned Sony Vegas. And basically if you learn one non-linear editor, then the other ones are all pretty much the same, particularly if you go for a sort of professional one. Now, Sony Vegas, you could argue is not a professional one, or you could argue it is a professional one, but I'm not going to go there today. So I've edited loads on PC. Sony Vegas was owned by Sony. Surprise, surprise. It got sold to a company called Magix. And that's when I stopped using it. So I think I had Sony Vegas 8, the pro version. Then I think somehow I got 12 or something or 11 or 10. And it, it just crashed all the time. So I just used something. In the end, I used something else. And when it got sold to Magix, I never really got on with it. I did try a Magix one that wasn't Sony Vegas and it wasn't very good. I didn't like it. So by this point I had a Mac and if you have a Mac you can have Final Cut Pro and Final Cut Pro is really good. It's a one-off payment of I think £250. I think I got a couple of months free trial so I used that for a couple of things and it was really good. Now, what I liked about editing on the Mac was that it had this background rendering process, which was fantastic. So I had a MacBook Air, which wasn't the most um, powerful of machines, but it could handle big files and it could hang handle difficult files, it could handle your MP4 files that weren't all I, or it could handle things that weren't ProRes. I didn't have to transcribe anything because while you're editing, it was essentially, I think, building a proxy file in the background or it's trans 
transcribing it to something else. So I could edit really quickly and I could output things really quickly. So when I was using Sony Vegas on the PC, it could take an hour to render something. Now, granted, I didn't have the most high tech PC, but I had a pretty good PC, but it could take an hour. So, you know, now by this stage, we're, we're in Windows 10. Windows 7 is no more. Everyone's been upgraded to Windows 10. I'm doing stuff on a Mac. And I will say Final Cut Pro is very good on a Mac. But also, do not underestimate iMovie. So if you buy a Mac, you get iMovie for free. Now, iMovie will probably be good enough for 95 to 99% of your video editing needs. Again, that renders things in the background, so it will handle anything. It will handle really big, complex files. You've got magnetic timelines. You can put clips over each other. You can do splits and stuff. And I found um, iMovie excellent. So when my free trial of Final Cut Pro ran out, I didn't bother buying it because I was just so happy with iMovie. iMovie was absolutely fine for making YouTube videos and you couldn't tell they were made in iMovie. So by this point, I had a PC at home. I had a Mac for work. I had access to both of them. I bought Camtasia for doing screen recording and there isn't really anything better on Mac. There's something called ScreenFlow, which I used. It's no way as good as Camtasia. Camtasia is the king of screen recording. And a lot of my videos that are reviews of software, they're made with Camtasia. And Camtasia gives you so many upgrades. But what was good was I could, under the same license, use it on the PC and on the Mac. So that was fantastic. So I was using Camtasia. I was using iMovie. And I was using, I can't really remember what I was using on the PC. Maybe I was still using Sony Vegas, but I had to give my Mac back, my Mac back. So I was a bit, I didn't know what to do. What do I do? I don't want to buy a Mac. They're prohibitive, ex prohibitively expensive. Even though the software is cheap, you know, they're expensive. So I bought an iPad and you might think that's crazy. Why buy an iPad? But I bought an iPad because I knew it would be able, be able to handle 4K files and really difficult files. And it can. It can handle Sony's XAVCX in 4K. You know, it handles anything, particularly now it's got a better file system. And I was using LumaFusion. So I went from PC to Mac to LumaFusion. And, you know, any any PC software I was reviewing, I'd use Camtasia. You could use Camtasia for your general video editing of, you know, things recorded on a video camera. But it's not very, it's, it wasn't very good then. It has changed slightly. So then I bought a secondhand PC that was an an i7 so it's a very powerful pc and i put on that adobe premiere and so i was using adobe rush adobe premiere and quite frankly i hated them they weren't very good so an update came out for camtasia and i got that because it was quite cheap and it was just a bargain to upgrade 
and I got Filmora X, which is good. And I got Power Director, which is technically very good, but I don't really like it. And I also got DaVinci Resolve because now my machine was powerful enough to run DaVinci Resolve. So what do I edit on now? Well, I still do an awful lot of editing on the iPad using LumaFusion. I've not found anything better than LumaFusion. At some point, Apple are going to release and they're going to have to do this. Their iMovie on the iPad, it's all right, but it's no way as good as the one on the Mac. At some point, they're going to release something like Final Cut Pro for the iPad or the iPad Pro, maybe. And it'll be amazing and it'll be brilliant. But LumaFusion is really, really good. And LumaFusion pretty much meant I didn't need to do editing on a, on a desktop machine. I bought the Logitech Crayon. I didn't shut out for the Apple one, but I bought the Logitech Crayon got airpods already so i had my little setup i can connect my ipad to a monitor if i want i haven't i don't see the point in that but yeah i was editing and it you know it would render huge exports in you know under a minute it was fantastic so what would i recommend so i've used all three i've not used the new mac m1s but if i were going to buy something just for editing I would probably buy a Mac Mini, one of the new M1s. I've got a keyboard, I've got monitors and stuff, so I don't need any monitors. I don't need, it doesn't need to be a laptop. That's what I would buy. And I would buy Final Cut Pro or I'd use iMovie. And that would be absolutely fine. Now, if you buy into Apple stuff and you're in the Apple ecosystem, again, that's another good thing. So you can film stuff on your iPhone, airdrop it to your iPad and you can or airdrop it to your Mac and you get the footage across like that. And it just works seamlessly. It's really good. You'll get a very polished output. It's great. I would not recommend editing anything on your mobile phone. That drives me mad. I talk about mobile. So iPad, yes. Mobile phone, no, absolutely not. I just got on the gigantic phones, but no, I wouldn't bother. And I also include Chromebooks in mobile. Now, a Chromebook, you can get Android apps on. So I could use PowerDirector on my Chromebook and I can use online editors on my Chromebook. Now, I'm going to do an episode on online editors. They are a thing in themselves and there's advantages and disadvantages to online editors. They have an awful lot of advantages and a few disadvantages and obviously plot spoiler the disadvantage is going to be your internet connection if you haven't got a good internet connection there is no point in using them as far as i'm concerned so yeah i definitely go with the mac m1 i'm happy on pc my pc will last me you know for a good length of time i've got a two screen setup so when i'm reviewing software i can record with camtasia i've got um, a usb microphone i'm recording now on a usb microphone so i get good sound and stuff I can, you know, film Filmora X is good because it creates proxy files. But to be honest, I'm starting to use the Sony ZV-1 quite a lot and that can make its own proxy files in camera. So I don't really need a, a massive editing beast machine of a PC. But at some point, yeah, I probably will get a Mac. I'll probably bite the bullet and get a Mac. 
So I've got a choice between a Mac or an iPhone 13. I don't know quite what I'll get. So I said at the start, it doesn't really matter. They're all, you know, they're all good apart from a phone. But if you want something specific, if you want a powerful machine, the Mac is the one to buy now. You know, someone can hate me for not being a PC person, but yeah, the, the Mac M1 is going to be brilliant. You know, if you want a powerful machine, get that. If you're happy to edit HD and have it upscaled to 4K, a PC will be fine. If you want to do 4K, an iPad, a new iPad will be good. My iPad's only a couple of years old. You know, it's not like iPad 2 or iPad 3 or the first iPad mini. So, and to be honest, for a long time, the iPad was something that should have been good at editing video and it, it wasn't, you know. It wasn't just because it was so difficult to get video files on there and stuff. Anyway, I've digressed. So they're all fine. And I guess you need to consider the cost. Certainly, I didn't, I used, I got an offer on the Adobe Creative Suite and I was like, mm, this isn't that special. Adobe Premiere I found difficult to use. I found it annoying, got on my nerves. And I thought, this is not worth however much they want to charge someone a month this is not worth it adobe rush i didn't think it was very good either i couldn't see the point of adobe rush so best editors best editing software is going to be final cut or imovie after that is much of a muchness whatever i i used i do a lot of 360 work and that really is suited to an ipad I can get the 360 software on my on, on a Mac or a PC, but it's just so much easier to do on the iPad. And then I can export reframe video. So again, that's another win for the iPad. So the majority of my editing at the moment is on iPad. It's really up to you what you edit on. I'm not going to say one's better than the other, but if I were to buy something, I'd be getting them a new Mac M1. Anyway, do stay tuned. Do let me know if you want to see this on YouTube. Do let me know if you think the long form works. Do, would you prefer just a video? Because I'm making videos about making videos. It's all about video making. Do let me know. Do reach out and do share your thoughts with me. But thank you. Goodbye.